Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Welcome into another edition of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Tim McMaster here, and we are lucky to be joined in the Chatting Cage today by Dodgers President of Baseball Operations, Andrew Friedman. And with Andrew Friedman, out in Los Angeles is Jeremy Brizel. So, JB, take it away. Thanks, Tim. As always, it's a pleasure to be out here on the West Coast. Thanks for taking time out of your day. I know you're very busy to join the fans here in the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Fans, you know how this works. Get your webcam fired up. Uh, let me and Tim relax. We shouldn't do a lot of heavy lifting. You guys should be doing the hard work. That's what this show is really about, in case nobody really recognized that yet. So, Andrew, are you prepared to go get some FaceTime with fans as well? Absolutely. Uh, it's a great time of year. Obviously, the baseball season is doing well. Congratulations on the success thus far. Let's get right to it. The draft is upcoming. So I'm going to go to Twitter first while fans get their webcams going. L.A. number one fan wants to know, what do you think, Andrew, about the talent of the players in this year's upcoming draft? You know, we spent a lot of time, obviously, over the last couple months kind of digging in and rolling up our sleeves, kind of digging into this draft class. And a lot's been made that it's weaker than than past years. But as we've gotten into it and obviously picking, you know, 24, 35, uh, the top end premium talent may not be here as it has in previous drafts. But the depth of the class is something that we're pretty excited about as we're going through it and lining up our board. Uh, And that's something I'm sure you have the team Fired up and ready to do yeah. as you look to the depth of that for slots you need. I'll follow up again. Twitter has lots of draft questions. Cross underscore Joseph wants to know, what's the difference between uh, preparing for this year's draft as a co- compared to last year, not just in talent, but Los Angeles versus Tampa? Yeah, it's a fair question <laughs> and something that you know we've spent a lot of time and we've got a lot of really, really good people uh, here, some that have been here in the past and others that have come from other organizations, and as we've kind of talked through philosophically, you know, what we're looking to do, um, you know, there's a different, uh, you know, you're starting from a different point from the standpoint that we have a lot more resources, obviously. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about lining up the talent uh, and picking the best available player. You know, for us, we need to get to a place where we have a lot of good young pitching coming. And, you know, so we're going to focus on pitching, whether that's in the first day or, you know, kind of more in the the later rounds remains to be seen because, again, it's going to be a product of kind of what the draft board has to offer. But that's one thing that we're really focused on is how to, you know, augment our minor league system with as much pitching depth as we can. Uh, There you have it, folks. That's the information you want on how the Dodgers are approaching this year's draft. This is the Edward Jones. Chad and Cage fans, you are the fuel. we got a fan with us now. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Mr. Friedman? Hi, Andrew. I'm Hank Roberts from Phoenix, Arizona. And I want to be a GM or executive of baseball operations for this situation (laughs) when I grow up, any managerial position like that. Um, What is your best advice to get me there? Oh, boy. Um, Networking. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, you know, to – display your passion and have as many people around the game get a feel for that. So it's sending letters, being respectful yet, you know, staying on top of it. Um, You know, there's all of us that are in these positions are fortunate in a lot of respects. And so it's about being as passionate as you are about the game, displaying that to others and just getting your foot in the door. And then from there, uh, you know, immersing yourself in everything that the game has to offer. Great advice. There you have it, folks. It's one of the things we love about that chatting cage. Young fans of all types get to get the advice love from it. people that have achieved certain things here in the game. Tim, uh, one of our great achievements back there, Tim McMaster's in the studio. Tim, what do you have? 
Thanks a lot, JB. Yeah, we're going to switch over to Facebook for a second here, Andrew. And Mike Ferenzo wants to know, what surprised you the most about this season with the Dodgers? It's still obviously ongoing. Yeah. And, um, you know, for me, I think <clears throat> once we get to the end of the season and we're not playing anymore, I'll be able to kind of reflect back. You know, the pace of game is so fast right now uh, with everything going on. And, you know, a lot of really good people that were here before, adding in great people from other organizations. And there's so many things that we're trying to, to do right now that I've had very little time to kind of stop and reflect on anything that, that has happened. Yeah. Um, but everything so far has been great in terms of the people, the relationships, um, you know, getting everyone integrated, starting to really fine tune those processes that we're all working from. Everything's been great but it's been hard to kind of have any time to step back and appreciate or reflect on any of it. That's true. For you, there really is no end to the work. It's 365 days now. Yeah, I like to joke that there's ebbs and flows to the calendars. I just haven't found the ebb. <laughs> so. That's outstanding. There you have thoughts from Andrew Friedman. Fans, get your webcams fired up, get your questions for him, and we will continue. While you do that, I will go back to Twitter, which has thousands of questions. It's hard for me, actually, to keep up with it, but I, I was most intrigued by and. Uh, uh, we already know, and this is a silly question, but I'm going to stick with it until I get to this next one. Uh, this is from Desiree with three Zs and three Ys, because that's how Twitter works. Can the Dodgers get a Dodger dog? And what I think she means is not the actual hot dogs that we know we have, but an actual mascot Dodger dog. That's the chatting cage question. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I personally would lean more towards a monkey, but uh, I, <laughs> I get the, uh, the affection for dogs. But... Uh, it's uh, unfortunately a little lower down on the priority list. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That's something we'll look at. Uh, Unless that can help us get a pitcher. <laughs> we do have a fan. They have fired up and are joining us right now. What is your question for Andrew Friedman? My name is Christian, and uh, I wanted to know, with the uh, recent barrage of injuries to the rotation, uh, so far we've been looking uh, in the organization with guys like Bolsinger. Uh, when, what is it going to take for us to start looking out of the organization? Um, you know, pitching depth for us was – front and center <clears throat> on our to-do list, even starting in the middle of October. Um, you know, and I don't know if we'll ever get to the point where we feel comfortable with our pitching depth, but we had lots of conversations over the winter, some that materialized, some that didn't. Uh, we had a lot in spring training. We've kind of dusted some of those off more recently and, you know, followed up with some teams, but things really pick up after the draft. A lot of teams' attention is obviously focused on the upcoming draft, but once that passes – you know, conversations tend to really pick up uh, between the teams. And, you know, we've had our scouts out, you know, aggressively, uh, you know, on the trail looking at different pitchers. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that we'll pick up from there and try to figure out how to augment, you know, uh, the guys that we have. Because, obviously, we've had to tap into that depth with Bolsinger and Frias both coming in and, and doing a really good job. But just continuing to augment that depth is definitely a focus for us. There you go. That's uh, That's the – Tactful answer for the work is always there to get to build up and to develop and to move and to process as things come come and go. We go back to New York and Tim McMaster, uh, who has something probably from Facebook or maybe something else. What do you got, Tim? Yeah, thanks, JB. We are going back to Facebook. Uh, Andrew Ben Geno wants to know who has been a big mentor to you in the game within your career. Um, you know, I've had different uh, mentors. I guess baseball specific. Um, you know, Stuart Sternberg, the owner of the Rays, was someone that I learned a lot from. 
Um, you know, Jerry Hunsicker was a guy that I worked very closely with, um, you know, when I was 28 years old and, and named GM and, and with the Rays. Uh, and he was someone I worked really closely with and learned a lot from. Obviously, he was longtime GM of the Astros and had experienced so many of the things that I hadn't yet. So kind of tapping into that and appreciating just kind of the, the nuances of, you know, deal making and I'm not a very per patient person by, by nature, um, but appreciating when to kind of sit back, when to be more aggressive. And someone who's been through that and been in that chair was something that was really helpful to me. Uh, that's great. And it's great insight to see that. And also to hear somebody talk like that honestly about those mentors sometimes are important to help you deal with your strengths, to improve those, but also nudge some of those weaknesses. Yeah, and help you work definitely. We go back to Twitter social media, which has thousands of questions that are blazing by right here on my tablet. So let's pick out. This is the kind of stuff that I like to find out about. Uh, this is from, looks like, L-L-Y-L-A-L-L, uh, -L -L, because that's probably her name. Uh, which player has surprised you the most in baseball this year, just across the board? Um, it's a good question. Um, who has surprised me the most? I mean, just sticking with our guys. Obviously, Mike Bolsinger has mm -hmm. come in and, and done a tremendous job. Uh, Alex Guerrero, the work he's done off the bench, and also when when he started, uh, are two really pleasant surprises. And I think you know the biggest things about having as many many talented players as you can, because you can't always predict exactly how things are going to play out. But having depth and having you know players that are capable of doing really good things yeah. puts you in a position to to reap that uh, benefit. But I mean, obviously, there are a number of guys around the game having tremendous years. I'm just kind of much more Dodger-centric <laughs> and focused. Um, so it's easier for me to answer that about us specifically. I think that's an excellent question and an excellent answer as well. And I would say, as you know, president, you should probably be focused on the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad place to start. Not a bad place to start. Uh, we go back to Twitter, which uh, – and I like this one. Uh, all about that, um, Mullen says, who is the coolest person you've gotten to meet in your job? The coolest person? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, just off the top of my head, you know, going back to 2006, I got to spend, you know, four days in Durham. B.J. Upton was still uh, playing shortstop at the mm -hmm. time, and we got Ozzy Smith to come in to Durham and, and work with him for three or four days. And, you know, he and I stayed at the same hotel and ended up, grabbing a bite to eat after games and just watching him work with BJ. And, you know, obviously I grew up watching him and had tremendous respect for what he could do on mm -hmm. the field and watching him try to impart that wisdom to BJ and just being around the whole process of it was a really cool thing for me. That's awesome. That sounds like a great experience, something that will have a lot of impression yeah. as, as a fan and as a person doing what you do. Uh, this is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Get your webcam fired up or use Twitter, hashtag uh, Chatting Cage, at Edward Jones. We'll get that question or join us like this fan right here. What's your name? Where are you from? What is your question for Andrew? Hi. Yeah, I'm Rowdy from Bay Point. And my question is, what is your strategy for acquiring a starting pitcher? Are you planning to give up prospects or maybe guys on the team? Are you looking for someone long-term or just for 2015, et cetera? Can you give us any information on that? You know, I think the biggest thing for us is to stay nimble and as much optionality as we can have, as many different kind of avenues that we can go down, give us the best chance. Making a deal is difficult, um, and having as many different outlets as possible only enhances the chances of making a deal. So whether it's us giving up prospects for a longer-term 
control pitcher, that's one thing, you know, less prospect, you know, fewer prospects for more of a rental, um, you know, major league players for major league players. We're kind of open on any and every front. We have some depth on our 25 man roster. We have some prospect depth. And so it allows us to kind of go into different conversations and give us different opportunities to make a deal, which mm -hmm. only again, increases the chances of actually being able to do so. Well, uh, that's a great answer. Hearing about the Dodgers organization as a nimble organization, I think is exciting for you. I would imagine that's a good feeling to have. It's also, I think, exciting for baseball to know that Dodgers are out there and they're nimble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's critical. I mean, for us, you know, we have to manage the short term and the long term. And, you know, it's almost a cliche at this point to have one eye on the present, one eye on the future. But for us to sustain success, you know, over a decade, you know, we have to be able to do that. And we have to be able to stay nimble. We have to have, you know, the talent on hand to be able to, you know, augment our major league team with mm -hmm. depth from good young players, but also be able to take those players to market and get things that we need, you know, in that current season. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. We uh, have to, Andrew's got a lot of work to do to do all those things, to stay nimble. You got to stay quick. <laughs> so uh, that was a quick Edward Jones chatting cage. Lots of Twitter questions. So we might have to talk to Andrew again later in the year. We'll see how that works out. Absolutely. If you'll be up for it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for being with us. Uh, you Always a fan. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate uh, it. That's Andrew Friedman back in New York. That was Tim McMaster. I'm JB. We'll see you on the next round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage.